0: I'm Gary Fogel, this is Kentucky Sports Memories. Coming up, we'll visit the Sweet 16 and why it's special.
1: I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company.
0: I
2: can run a successful business.
1: I can manage your home improvements.
2: I can publicize your message. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity.
1: If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me.
2: Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at WhatCanYouDoCampaign.org. The Boys'
0: Sweet 16 gets underway next Wednesday, the Girls' Sweet 16, the Wednesday after that. Something unique about the Sweet 16 here in Kentucky is its format. All schools play in the Sweet 16, no matter what the size. As you know, in football, football, we have classes, 6A down to 1A. So we crowned six different champions in football. And there at one time was talk about doing that with the Sweet 16. Those of you old enough to remember, back from 1969 through 75, those seven Sweet 16s for the boys, a Louisville school won six of those seven championships. And the one a Louisville school didn't win was 1972, and Owensboro won that one. So it was a big school. And many people started thinking, well, why are we going to continue with the Sweet 16 if only Louisville schools or big schools are going to win the tournament and the small schools no longer have a chance? But That all changed in 1976 when the small school of Edmondson County won it. And I talked to Phil Rich recently. He played at Edmondson County on that 1976 championship team when all the talk was happening about going to classes because the small school no longer seemed to have a chance. Phil, did Edmondson County save the Sweet 16? Well, we've been told that. So, with Edmondson County's win and the 1976 Boys Sweet 16, it seemed to save this high school tournament from going to classes. What's interesting is in the Sweet 16, Kentucky is one of just two states in the entire country that does not have classes, separate classes, for the basketball state championships. Only Kentucky and Delaware have one class at the end of the season and one state tournament. Delaware, you could understand, are only 83 high schools in that state. It's a very small state. Kentucky has 538 high schools and yet only one class for basketball. Kentucky and Delaware, the only two states that do that. Anyway, coming up the rest of this week, we'll be looking back at memorable Sweet 16 moments and talking to people who've been touched by the Sweet 16 and why it is so special. Hope you'll be with me. I'm Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle with Kentucky Sports Memories. Coming up, the person who may cherish the Sweet 16 more than anyone.
1: I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company.
2: I can run a successful business.
1: I can manage your home improvements.
2: I can publicize your message. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity.
1: If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire
2: me. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. The Boys'
0: Sweet 16 starts next Wednesday, and there may be... No one in this state who loves the Sweet 16 more than Jock Sutherland, high school coaching legend here in Kentucky. Jock grew up in Lexington, coached at multiple schools around the state, and his final job was back in Lexington, Lafayette High School, where he led them to the 1979 Sweet 16 championship. But he fell in love with the Sweet 16 many years before 79, and he talked to me about that.
1: And that was, I was 14 years old, and I rode a Greyhound bus to Louisville to see the state tournament, which had always been in an alumni gym before that. That was 1942. It had always been in an alumni gym, you know, UK's place. And this year, they moved it to Louisville to the convention center, and I wanted to go see it. I just got to eat up with basketball, and I wanted to go to the state tournament, and I went in a Greyhound bus. And of all things, uh, Lafayette won the state tournament in 1942. And I and I just come home, I told my my mother, I said, Mom, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a basketball coach, and I'm going to coach at Lafayette, and I'm going to win the state championship, and that's going to be while while you're still here. That's my goal. And I never changed from that point on, I, that, from the time I was 14.
0: He took multiple teams to the state tournament, and as I mentioned, in 79, he won it all with Lexington Lafayette. But even when he wasn't coaching the state tournament, you could always find him there.
1: I went to 33 state tournaments before I ever missed a single game.
0: I never missed one in 33 straight years. I was crazy
1: about the state tournament. It's got a, a, a draw to it that any basketball fan, they, well, everybody in Kentucky looks forward to it. Anybody that's a basketball fan looks forward to the Kentucky state tournament.
0: 33 straight tournaments of seeing all 15 games played every year in the Sweet 16. And as I mentioned earlier in the week, Kentucky and Delaware are the only two states in the U.S. that don't have multiple classes for their postseason basketball tournament where they crown multiple champions. Coming up tomorrow, another longtime Sweet 16 attendee. Be with me then. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. All this week, we're looking at the Sweet 16, and coming up, we'll talk with a longtime attendee. Stay with me.
1: I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company,
0: I can run a successful business,
1: I can manage your home improvements,
2: I can publicize your message. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity.
1: If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire
3: me.
2: Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org.
0: The Boys Sweet 16 begins next Wednesday. And all this week, we're looking at the Sweet 16 tournament, why it is so magical. Yesterday, a talk with Jock Sutherland, longtime legendary coach here in Kentucky, won the 1979 Sweet 16 Championship with Lexington Lafayette, attended several Sweet 16s even when his teams weren't in it, and even long before he became a coach because the tournament was so special. Today I'm talking with Dan Manley. He is an employee of WMST Radio in Mount Sterling. He's a broadcaster there. He has broadcast the Sweet 16 since back in 1987, but he too began attending the tournament long before that first began attending way back in 1963.
3: I've only missed one tournament since 1963. That was in 1984 when I I let let a good friend talk me into going to uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin to watch Morehead State and Louisville play in the NCAA tournament.
0: What is the intrigue with the Sweet 16? Why is it so special?
3: The idea that David can defeat Goliath, I think, uh, more than anything. And Goliath wins a whole lot of the time, maybe most of the time, but David still gets to be in the fight and has, still has a chance. Uh, those uh, those small schools uh, still have an opportunity to work their way through and and to win a state championship.
0: Who is the one player that's put on the best performance in the Sweet 16 that you've ever seen? Uh,
3: it would have been back in the late 1980s when. Uh, When Richie Farmer in Clay County played Ballard, and and Farmer scored 51 points, and really they double teamed him most of the night, and I still haven't quite figured out how Richie Farmer scored uh, all those points that night.
0: By the way, I too was at that game when Richie poured in 51 points. It was pretty magical, and it's still the single game record for most points scored in the state tournament championship game. Now, Dan Manley mentioned underdogs, small schools. We'll talk about one of those tomorrow. So I hope you'll be with me. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle with Kentucky Sports Memories. Coming up, a team that won the boys' sweet 16 more than 50 years ago has one unique characteristic. I'll explain in a moment.
1: I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company.
0: I can run a successful business.
1: I can manage your home improvements.
2: I can publicize your message. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity.
1: If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me.
2: Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org.
0: All this week we're looking at the Sweet 16 and what makes it so magical. And I want to take you back to 1967. Boys Sweet 16 was won by Erlington Small School out of Hopkins County. And what's unique about them is that's the last school to win the Sweet 16 of schools that no longer exist. Throughout the history of the Boys Sweet 16 you find many small community schools that have won the championship and many had later closed due to consolidation. Well, Erlington is the last of that breed, because since 1968 on, all the schools that have won the Boys' Sweet 16 are all still in existence today. But Erlington, 1967, the last school to win the Boys' Sweet 16 of schools that no longer exist. They won it on a last second shot, a shot at the buzzer, the greatest way to win a game. Let's go back and relive that moment, courtesy of WFMW Radio, out of Madisonville.
1: It comes inside, flipped through Justin Sharp with six seconds, Strapped with a long shot. It's real good, ball taken off, Hopson shoots, he got it! 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 Has won the game.
0: Tyrone Hobson hit that shot, and more than 50 years later, he tells me his legend lives on in Hopkins County.
1: Every other day, somebody mentioning it, uh... Got something to say about it. People still remember it.
0: Justin Sharp was on that team. He scored eight of their last 10 points. And I asked him about the whole experience of playing in the Sweet 16 because they had gone the year before, lost in the first round when he was a junior, then came back and won it all his senior year. What was the town like, the community like, and all that when you finally made it, when the team finally made it to the Sweet 16? Being a small
1: town, everybody knows everybody. And the people were so
0: supportive of us. You know, they've been waiting a long time for this, too. They won the Sweet 16 on a last-second shot, but maybe the most famous last-second game winner came a few years later. That's our topic tomorrow. I'm Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. I'm Gary Fogle with Kentucky Sports Memories, Coming up, the most famous shot in Sweet Sixteen history.
1: I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company.
0: I can run a successful business.
1: I can manage your home improvements.
2: I can publicize your message. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity.
1: If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you
2: don't hire me. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org.
0: Next Wednesday, the Boys' Sweet 16 gets underway in Lexington. And all this week, we've been looking back at the magic of the Sweet 16, magical moments and people who've attended for many years. Yesterday, we looked at the 1967 tournament, the championship game, won by Erlington on a last-second shot. But the most famous last-second shot in tournament history was probably 1982 when Paul Andrews of Laurel County hit a half-court shot against North Harden to win it. Here's how it sounded on WSGS Radio out of Hazard. I talked to Andrews about that magical moment now 39 years ago. So, Paul, you hit what many would say is the most famous shot in the history of Kentucky basketball. How does that make you feel? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm reminded almost every year around the state tournament time of, of the shot, and it, it's something that uh, you know every every kid. Uh, Growing up, playing basketball, dreams of doing—you know, hitting a hitting the a last-second shot to win any game—and and I was just very fortunate to uh, be in a situation where uh, I was very fortunate to have it come true uh, for uh, the state championship. And you know, I I am very—you know—whenever I, I talk to people about the shot, uh, the one thing that I always start off uh, by talking about is is is, is the team. Uh, you know, I think that the team. Um, was such a great team and the only regret that i have about um, hitting the shot was that uh, we we had such a great year as a team the shot kind of took away from um, just how good that team was but i was very fortunate to be put in that situation and uh, it's something that will stick with me for for the rest of my life maybe this year's sweet 16 will bring more magical moments we can talk about in future shows That'll do it for this week. Thanks for being with me. I'm Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.